everybody, and welcome back to the Complete Podcast. This is episode 37. My name is Tyler, and I'm joined by all the boys today. They're all here. Dang, uh, dang. Zach, Zach, Brendy, and Bobby. And uh, we have a good show today. We're going to start with Zach's Auto Week, as always, but... Hang on. Have a- I, I just... Sorry, I just want to interrupt really quick. Um, <laughs> it's going so well. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I, I just, was actually on a roll. He actually remembered how to I do just, the intro. I just want to say, uh, you guys know I had to, you know, let a big old fart out before we started here. Okay. Every- Rachel May, Rachel May just texted me and said, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> yeah, there was some pre pre podcast uh, show antics yeah, some going. Everything gold, if you will. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 uh, hey, Zach, you want to tell everybody your uh, your uh, your slogan for your uh, political campaign? I already forgot it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking worst. All right, moving on. Yep. One, the first one or the second one? I Whatever one at this point, since you can't fucking remember. Uh, money isn't real 2020. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just print uh, one. And, and, uh, and uh, all this breaking news, I will be buying NHL 20. Holy hold on. That, does, that, that fucking deserves it. Hold on. Okay. Uh, I thought we were going to do the hot take thing. Oh, well, well I mean, that's like a dozen of these. <laughs> Honestly, a hot take. <laughs> actually, uh, I mean, actually, actually, let's be real. Oh, I want to, I want to say this. I'm gonna preface this before. You know, I might be fucking up here. I'm not gonna lie. I want to preface it's something. Nothing new, Zach. You are gonna be mad yeah. at this game, okay? Yep. I've had a break. That, that's all. I've taken a break from this, uh, from the game, and uh. My anchor's down low, it's under control again, and I'm ready to, I think I'm ready to let it get crazy again. You, do, you, do you have any idea how much you're pissing off the guys who have to keep putting your fucking jersey back up and down in the fucking rafters every fucking season? I don't, don't think you understand how much money you're costing this team. Hey, pay a guy just to do that. Yes. Hey, to be, to be fair, Bobby, though, like, it's probably been, like, up, like, in the rafters for probably about, like, two weeks now. So. I know, but, like, they were, like, they, I think they went to Hawaii and took the vacation just to celebrate because they finally got up there and they had to go up, down, up, down, up, down during the like the last like month of angel 19 it was fucking ridiculous how quickly he retired he pulled a brett Favre in a matter of a month it was amazing like, well uh mr butterstick has retired i guess you guys are free to go from your duties yep so yeah. like the, the rope they're using back. is just starting to like wear and tear they were actually they were actually happy to be laid off and now they have to come back to work this fucking sucks for them <laughs> the only seen job that, uh, i get. i seen that the Wells fargo center uh, I believe it was the Wells Fargo Center, at least, introduced a rage room. Oh, dude. Am I right in saying that? We yep. need that for our stadium. We fucking yes. do. Uh, although, we're not going to charge. It's $35 to get into it. $60 oh, for wow. two people. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. But, I mean, it's $35 to go in and break shit without any consequence. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a decent amount of power to carry right there. Yeah, I mean, I'd go in. <laughs> I, when you, sure. Honestly, if you think about that, you're probably breaking stuff that's over. Like, I'll take a VIP for the rage room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach would be like, I was gonna say, Zach would have like, uh, you'd have a fucking time, full he'd, membership. Oh, absolutely. He'd, he'd buy season tickets just to go in there. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I found that funny that that was in the uh, in the Wells Fargo Center, but. You know, there are Flyers, and that's where the Flyers and the Sixers play, so that makes sense. We're 2-0, um, though. We're 2-0, and we look good. So. We're going for a perfect record of 0-82. Absolutely. 
Boys, I, I should not have had tacos for this podcast. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> all right, let's get it, man. We're going to have to hurry this up then before he fucking explodes all over his chair. I'm good. I've been meeting my mic and letting yeah, it we out. Don't have so. a, we don't have a time slot for Brittany cleaning up shit. Oh, so I, I thought I put that in this segment. Uh, Ty, why didn't you put it in the fucking rundown? We're supposed to give him 10 minutes for that. Yeah, that's my fault. Uh, that's on me. So today Shit, we're going to talk about the, uh, four major, <laughs> the four major sports having games oh, internationally. Yeah. Wait, what about thought of the week? <laughs> that I'm trying, trying to preview the show for the people. Okay, go. Huh. On the podcast, we're going to talk about the four major sports having games internationally. And then we're going to talk about college football or the NFL. Zach's thought of the week. Zach, go. Next thought of the week. Let's get it. This one is sponsored by your boy, Brindy. Um, <laughs> he asked me this. Uh, this is a very something deep and personally. That he texted me uh, a man, man-to-man conversation here. So uh, I just wanted to bring this up, this question up to you guys. Would you rather date a girl with the voice of Tay Zande or date a girl with a full mustache? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? What? what fucking drugs were you on for this one, Brandy? Um... I literally, like, it was honestly a shower thought. <laughs> the, but, what, okay, yeah. hold on. Now that even opens up, no whole nother door of questions. Why the fuck were you thinking about Tay Sunday in the shower? Uh, you know, chocolate rain. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm leaving that vault and going yeah, nowhere near it. Never mind. Over there. Never mind. <laughs> dude, hell. like, dude, sometimes I will literally, like, just, it, like, for no reason, like, I will just, like, be thinking about, like, chocolate rain, like, that fucking song. <laughs> but what? Okay. Like you are lying to yourself if you like if you say you don't at least think about that once a month. Chocolate rain? I, yeah. I've no, I'm, I don't think I've ever thought about that. I mean, well, I think about now. it, but I don't think it's that often. <laughs> Ty, do you know what chocolate rain is? I know what chocolate rain is, and my question to Brendy is: So, like, did you just have like a bunch of Taco Bell before you got in the shower, and then Whoa. like? No, Stuff started happening. But then he started thinking about chocolate rain. <laughs> no, dude, this was like I texted this to him like a few days ago, and I have I had tacos. So, well, our boy's gonna be dead. Wait, are you familiar with chocolate bro. rain by Tay Sunday? Yes, I, okay. I, you don't belong on the internet if you're not familiar with that song. Yeah, I would recite the song, but my um, dude, I mean, yeah. so I know what my answer is. Chocolate what about you guys? Rain. Uh, God, I'm cutting out. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Mine's, mine's cut and clear, dude. I know which one I'm picking. Okay, go then. I want to hear your. I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, uh, dude, a girl with the voice of Tay Zonde. Yeah. <laughs> is that just I a turn on I, for you? She would serenade me beautifully. <laughs> I was gonna say she could rock my ass to sleep. So, so the reason I'm I'm gonna agree with Zach here is because like so like if I were to go with a girl like with the full mustache, like I would assume like. Like, yeah, like, she could shave it, but, like, the next day it would be, like, fully grown back or something, you know? <laughs> no way I'm having sex with a girl with a mustache. That's all I'm saying. You like, insane. okay, and and also, also, we have to clarify, like, when I think so of, when have you sex said that. Dating. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, okay, they, they typically go hand in hand. <laughs> Hold on well, now. for some of us. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Sh- I'm just throw that shot in there. Um, <laughs> such an, so, that's such an inside one, dude. <laughs> um, so, but when I think about that, I think of like an Italian uh, baker with like, or like Chef Boyardee or so, like big old mustache. <laughs> that's what I think about. And I can't get behind it. I can't tell if that's no racist or not. 
He literally he says, I think, of, I think of a mustache and I think of Italians. Like, like that's like it. A car, like, you ever watch a cartoon and it's like a pizza chef and he's got like the big hat on and he's got like a big black <laughs> yeah. mustache. And do you realize how outdated those are nowadays? Don't play podcast member Tyler Johnson. Disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the first thing I thought of. That's all I need to clarify. Is that what we're dealing with here? Like, Tyler is quoted as saying Italians have mustaches. <laughs> you literally could just say a Mario mustache and it would be fine. That would have been better. Italian plumber right. over there. You're right. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going with the Tazonde voice. I Tazonde voice easily, dude. But like, be okay. Honestly, I prefer it. Here's the thing. So he's this, on the other side. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Th- no, but this girl sings. If she sings "Chocolate Rain" to you, what do you think she's talking about? That's my question. No, she I, doesn't have to sing "Chocolate Rain" to you. She can sing anything. You don't get that kind of voice and don't could sing that the, song. Could be the. Could be the ABCs. Could be our could national be, uh, anthem. Yeah, it could be Slob on My Knob by Juicy J. <laughs> Three Six Mafia, excuse you. I really wanted yeah, to sing yeah, that. But it's Juicy J. Too, too hard. I uh, thought I was going to sing in that voice, but. You know what? You know what? I'll go on the Taze on Day side here. I'll do it. Fuck it. Thank God. Clean, clean sweep. <laughs> wow. Is this two, this is, is this two dude, weeks yeah. in a row? Nice job, guys. I, uh, is it? Two no way. No, it is not. I'm Holy shit. Sure. I think I I think that is deserving of more breaking news, honestly, because that just doesn't fucking happen. Because you're always the dumbasses that on the other side. I the obvious. I play answer. devil's yeah. advocate. The whole point of the show. I feel like me and Zach agree a lot, though. Yeah, you do. You guys are fucking each other. You're butt buddies, so yeah. you have to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. We make the most sense in the show. Yeah, dudes, don't be jealous, man. Here, Come watch on. this. I'll be devil's advocate. Hey, Zach, money actually matters. Ooh, that's a hot take, dude. <laughs> just like your hot opinion, man. <laughs> no, just like my general aura. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our first big topic here. Uh, we're going to talk about how the uh, four major sports are expanding to Europe. And I shouldn't say expanding. They are playing games internationally. Um, you have the NFL playing in London and the NHL playing in parts of Europe. This year it was in... What was it? What was it at this year? The Flyers played in them. I already forget. <laughs> it was in, uh, it was in, um, oh my God, shit. Um, cause they played, uh, Luzane or whatever. Uh, Switzerland. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we're good at this show. And then, uh, Why? baseball and stuff like that. So we're just going to kind of talk about this and, uh, and go from there. So how do you guys feel about regular season game? So like what, let's kind of split this up here games is one thing and then regular season games is another so how do you feel about games in the regular season excuse me being played overseas um so well i'll I'll, yeah it it definitely feels weird but um i just want to add in the nfl also plays in mexico once a year forgot about that yeah i was gonna say that too i i said but isn't that field always fucking atrocious yeah do you mean do you mean in like europe and asia or yeah, so they, they go to London every year, is what they do. NFL does uh, London and Mexico, and then you have uh, the NHL does the NHL Global Series, which has been in all over Europe. Um, and then the NBA is kind of, I think the NBA is actually in China right now. So it's kind of all the leagues are kind of going to different spots to try to grow the game. Yeah, and the NBA China thing is not very fun at the moment. So yeah, that's a different topic for a different day. Yep. <laughs> but Brandy said nope. Steer clear of that one. 
But Randy said, "No way." Yeah. But for, but for the NBA, like the the main like they they mainly play in China for their international series. But like they've been playing in like Japan, India, you know, all, all over the globe, really. Gee, what do those nations have in common? Uh, uh anyway, <laughs> I feel I I think college does this too. Like just so we're gonna really talk overall. I think for me, like regular season games being played overseas is not a good idea in the sense of for a fair competition and scheduling for the whole league. I don't think it's fair. One of the craziest things about the Raiders this year is that they played their first game at home against the Broncos. And I think, and then they played week two against Kansas city or week. Yeah. It was week two against Kansas city at home. Play another game at home until November because they have all these away games and one of their quote-unquote home games is in London, which was <laughs> last week. I don't really think that's fair. Um, it's kind of crazy that that's like that their schedule is like that anyway. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't think in terms of trying to make it you know, fair and uh, uh, even playing field, I don't think it is because just the of everything is um i don't know i just don't like that yeah so, i agree with you there it's, uh, if they played like especially especially the nfl i feel like just because they only play one game a week if they played like, like asia or europe it would definitely throw off the like it would definitely throw off their scheduling and it's just really inconvenient I feel like I remember seeing a rumor that London was trying to get an NFL team, and that would definitely not that's, work. That's or the maybe goal. someone. And you know who's pushing for this? Apparently, Robert Kraft. Um, yeah, it's uh, so it's weird. It's God. really weird. Um, the whole there's idea. no way they'd be able to make that work just because it's it's like an eight hour flight to London. I don't I don't know how far it is if oh, you're yeah. on the East I mean, Coast. I guess imagine the the flight time. Yeah, imagine if to... like the Rams had to play the London team. Like Yeah, imagine the terrible. Rams. The Raiders get moved again to fucking Well, well well, sorry, for football like I don't feel like it would be that big of a deal though because you literally have a week off. But like, like I would I would understand like for basketball or hockey or whatever, but like in the NFL like it's different because like it's usually uh, like you have all that time for rest. Well, I, well, on the flip side, yeah, I was gonna say on the flip side. Sorry, like the Blackhawks just played the Flyers overseas, and they play the Sharks tonight. Blocked. This is gonna be the Sharks' fifth game, and it's gonna be the Blackhawks' second game. Yeah, like I feel like that's an unfair advantage for the Sharks because they already have like this kind of. I mean, okay, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as the Sharks have the the Sharks don't have the advantage because they are already tired. Or number two, they're more in rhythm, so they would be better than the Blackhawks. I don't know. It's kind of the way you look at it. Well, uh, so let's uh, – there's some flaws to what Brendy's saying. And, and the main thing is that, okay, yeah, you – there's rest, okay. But on the same token, like – so let's say – let's use the Rams as an example, right? If you're going from – uh, LAX to London, that's an 11 hour flight on any airline, right? So that's most of the time more than it, what it is to get anywhere else in the United States to play a football game, right? Probably you gotta like imagine that and layover, and you, well, you gotta imagine that, that jet lag is also a thing. Like that's it's a five, six hour difference depending on daylight savings between us and London. 
So then they're going to have to sleep for like a whole day or two just to adjust to that. And then they're losing practice as well. At least when every game's in the United States, you're only getting a couple hours difference between time zones. And you're still going to be able to go to practice the next day and get prepared oh. for the next week. These well, teams usually arrive early. I just want to say one thing, Bernie. I like to, these teams usually arrive early uh, to get accustomed to that. But still, I feel like it'd be tough. Like, say it is the Rams. So you're looking at a six-hour difference. Say the London game is at not so like this this week's london game is at 9 a.m by the way everybody set your alarms before nine um so their body clock is having them play at three in the morning if you would think like if they, if that was the case you know what i mean because it's six hour time difference um you know they're there a couple of days early to get accustomed to that but if they played at 9 a.m it would be like them playing at 3 a.m in la well, they they should have time to get accustomed to that, and it's also important to notice that usually those um, those games are usually followed by a bye week as well. Yes. Um, so they they also have plenty of time to recover. Um, you know, going back to the states. You know. But I guess at the moment, my only question is, and like, what is exact? What is this exactly doing? Right. So I, I mentioned earlier that the whole idea is at some point that there would be a London team. Right. But they've been doing this for how many years now? And I, I, I don't I don't know how it's been a while. They've, it's been they've a while been doing it since I think 2007. Jesus. So it's been 12 years. And from my understanding, there's no like any forward progress, no pun intended, uh, in getting a London team there. Right. So at this point, what are they doing? Right. Because. From my understanding, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, they sell the stadium out that they play in, right? Yeah, like, they, they have always, the attendance. Always, yeah, yeah. So my next question is, do they have the viewers? And what I've read, it's almost a no. Like, the television viewers. Why, England or, like... In London, in, in England, yeah. Because that, that's, that's, that's a part of it, right? It's not just about selling out the stadiums. It's about how many TV viewers can they get each week. And if they can't get television viewers you know that are going to generate them enough profit then why are they still there well so it it should be important important to note um bobby i'm going to add the nfl has basically confirmed that there's going to be a london franchise by 2025 which (laughs) seems like it's which you're laughing i mean like it's a far way out but like so think about like if it turns out to be like an expansion then like that gives plenty of time for prep and then if it's a relocation, uh, you know, there's it's honestly probably going to be Jacksonville. I can't um, even imagine it's be called the London tea bags. But <laughs> but but, on, but honestly, though, um, yeah, hilarious. Um, <laughs> on, but the NFL global games like they have continued to grow, though, like it used to just be um, one game, uh, one game a season. But now they do at least four and ju- like just in London. Mm-hmm. And then they also add in the Me- the um, the Mexico as well, which uh, you know there's talks about them getting a franchise as well. Um, I-, I think <laughs> it's kind of funny, like Mexico, like it- it's a lot closer, obviously, but like I feel like a franchise in London would actually be better. Uh, uh, just I-, I feel I- like people would want to play there more. Like mexico makes more sense to me in terms of like the time difference thing or like travel right right that's what i mean would make more sense to me than a london team but yeah everything else would point to a london team now 
I guess it's interesting because um, what I, I know, I guess they're trying to grow the game there, um, and that's one thing they're doing with these London games. But are they trying to grow the game there to put a team there, or are they trying to grow a game there to get viewership there back to the states? It's like, fucking I, viewership. It's all well, profit. I mean, the whole point is making money. Well, I do feel like they will eventually. Like they are going to put a team there, though. Yeah, like it's, and it's the idea is that they're going to generate enough, you know, generate a bunch of profit for being a football right. team in London and getting a whole another market that didn't exist before. Right. And and, look, and I don't uh, I, I was just going to say, I don't really think like, you know, TV viewership is really that much of a concern for them, because like really the only people that are going to be watching are like, you know, fans of the team. So like uh, if they if they can meet if they can meet that threshold, then I think they'll be fine. I don't know about that. One. Well, that that's most of their numbers, though. It's like they get millions of viewers each week, and that's a lot of their revenue because of all the companies buying for ad space during those times. So well, like, why, why wouldn't they try and get the TV viewership before actually going over there? Because from what I'm looking at, you know, at least for the game last year, the uptick was very minimal from what the typical viewership was. Uh, is that a is that a from sportsmediawatch.com? You can. I, I was going to say, is that a product of the game? The te- Like, I don't know. Because it's interesting. Like, when teams go over there and um, there and play these games, it's usually, like, the Jaguars, the Raiders. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I don't know if it's because of what's being sent over there or what like i I, because i feel like when you watch the game you see the fans like they just kind of cheer for any touchdown that's scored you know what i mean like they're not actually cheering for a team yeah i mean that makes sense and and look not for nothing i'll say that you actually see a lot of the if there are london fans and i know there are you definitely see them on reddit and other like nfl forums like they're they're um you know they're talking and they're definitely fans of the game i mean it's it's no question it's just I guess I'm just confused by what the point is at right now. And, and Brandy's saying, okay, they confirmed on the franchise by 2025. So 20 years of going over there, I would love to see if they think the viewership or the attendance or any of that is up enough to think that they're going to start seeing a lot of profit as a, as a league, right? Because that's the whole point this is happening. If there wasn't going to be any money to be made here, then they wouldn't be doing this. But that's the whole point. It's not about expanding the game as wholesome as we would like it to believe. Yeah, they're expanding the game to make money. That's what I think I'm if they expanded about. to Europe, if the NFL expanded to Europe, it would be... I think the scheduling would be the biggest conflict they'd run into just because of the time changes and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, would it really, though? Because like, that's, like, one... one like there, There's kind of ways around that, though. Like You could say, like, you know, in a 16-game season... You could, you know, the first four games, like, uh, let's say, let's say, like, I'm, I have the schedule for the London team. Yeah. First four games, uh, you play, um, the AFC East, you know, that's all on the East coast. So like, you know, that's a long flight, but like, that's not too bad. And then, um, once those four games are up, you fly back and play home for four games or something like that. Yeah, Um, they'd have to schedule it such that the London team wouldn't have to travel every other week. But that's, right. so, that's still so much travel. It would be exhausting. It would be exhausting to travel. You know, I don't know how long the flight is. I'm just going to say eight hours because that seems right. But eight hours like every other week on a flight. Right. That, that's that's, like that's why that's why I, that's why I think there is a way ways around that though. Like just like 
just like you know kind of schedule it like with um right like four with, home with, four with away. divisions yeah that that's gonna be tough i mean or even eight home and eight away so they can just like live in the states for part of the season right but like, and again, you still have to be away from your family, so... Well, that's the thing. And then it's like you're, you're, you're going for, like, okay, we're going to play four games and we're going to play the AFC East, right? But then you you essentially have to spend all those, you know, four weeks on the East Coast and essentially be living there during those four weeks. So you never even, like, go back to your practice facility. None of that. Like, yeah, it, it's that's just true. weird. It's tough. just weird. Like, I don't know how you would do it. I mean, it obviously can't be, like, okay... You're home week one and you're away week two. That's that's going to be ridiculous. And if it goes on apparently, like yeah, it would that. be. They would have a lot to figure out logistically. There's no way they could. It there's no way they could travel that much. And, yeah, and honestly, do, think about that. You do have to get back home to tr- to practice. You literally right. have to. You literally have to make like the first half of the season like away and then give them a bye and then the rest of it to home or something. That's the only and, thing right. I can think of. And honestly, like that's like probably like one of the reasons I like. They're waiting like until like this long to uh, get a franchise in there. Like I, I, I feel like you know if there was like enough interest for like a Mexico City team, mm-hmm. like you know, it would be they'd be like okay, like we'll have a team up in three years in Mexico City. Right. Like if there was enough interest, because like that's not really much of an issue. Um, right. Yeah. So we'll have to see. So here's here's something that um, hasn't been brought up yet, and it's something that I was reading about. So apparently for athletes who play in the uk who aren't residents of the uk they get taxed to hell apparently from from what i was reading and i was reading on bleacher report so um, let me find the the number so they were saying that uh wide receiver justin uh blackman is that his name uh earns eight million of base salary in 2015 when the jaguars are permanently based in london five million of the income is poured to the uk and is taxed at 50 percent resulting in a tax bill of 2.5 million on his U.S. Form 1040, assume Blackman pays tax at 30% on the full $8 million of income, resulting in a tax bill of $2.4 million. Even though Blackman has paid $2.5 million of tax to the U.K., his foreign tax credit is limited to the $5 million of U.K. income multiplied by his U.S. tax rate of 30% or $1.5 million. And as a result, Blackman pays tax of $900,000 to the U.S. and $2.5 million to the U.K. on $8 million of income an effective rate of approximately 42.5% of his income. So, and that's apparently what the NFL PA is trying to figure out is, is there like a tax break that the UK government will get? Well, it wouldn't even be the UK anymore, but it would be whoever the fuck, you know, it would be England, I guess at this point. But uh, it's like, I don't know. It, I don't know all the numbers. This is something that they're citing on Bleacher Board that uh, NFL PA is struggling to figure out how to, how to, uh, so, um, solve this with the NFL before they put in their franchise. I mean, I, I think money wise, like there's a lot of logistics that need to be sorted out there. Mm. I don't know if this is going to be dumb for me to say this, but like there's obvious, you know, we're dealing with different forms of currency and I don't know, like, I guess like the salary cap, like, I don't know how that would work. Like they would, they, they, have a, they would uh, probably, they would probably go by like an official exchange rate that they use in the NFL. And like, the salary one cap US dollar is worth 0.8 pound in the UK. Right, so like, they'd have to, uh, they, they would just, I, I bet the NFL would just go like use an exchange rate that they go by or. Yeah, but, but like, would that be putting that team at a disadvantage? You know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. You're seeing a lot of you're seeing a lot of players. You know, the whole holdout 
you know, holding out jokes and, 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 and talk that's been happening lately is all because of the amount of money being paid. And now you're saying, well, we're going, we're opening a London franchise and you're going to get slashed to hell with taxes with the money that we're going to pay you now. Like, I don't think and a lot of players gonna are going to be happy with that. Because of the, of the, I feel, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I guess, I don't know. It, it's tough to see. I guess there would be ways around it. But I, the other thing I look at is I, I, I don't know the whole story, so let me just say that. But I seen something on Twitter that had said that the NBA is looking like next year the salary cap is going to be significantly lower because of what's happening with the U.S. and China. And um, it's like, I feel like you're going to be dealing with two different governments and stuff like that. Like, it can get messy. Um I mean, that could just be me talking bullshit. But well, like, I mean, the U.S. and the U.K. are a little bit on better standing than the U.S. and China currently. I mean, so. sure. But anything could happen. Sure. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? Well, like, I yeah. don't know. I mean, they're the least likely to cause us problems, honestly. I mean, sure, the political moves give me all the time. But, you know, they're not, not going to be, you know, chucking bombs at us anytime soon. So, Like, I'm just, you're just looking at a lot of different... All I'm saying is if this was to be a real thing, there needs to be like a lot of like financial things that need to be sorted out that um, people might not necessarily think about right away. It's like, oh, yeah, let's expand the game. But, you know, look, I mean, there's a lot of it's not just as easy as that. Like there's a lot of issues um, that you're dealing with and uh, financially and time wise and scheduling like there's a lot um, now that that's for the NFL. Now let's look at like a sport like the NHL, uh, where you're not having off or, you know, a week off between your games or the NBA, for example. Uh, do you guys ever see a way that could work with like an international team? Look how long it took for the flyers and blackouts to get adjusted. I mean, we, you know, flyers and blackouts both just had their second games, like getting all adjusted. I mean, it, look, it's a cool experience, right? I mean, an NHL team, you know, plays against a, you know, a minor league team from another country. Um, I, w- I don't want to lose to them anymore, but, you know. Uh, but, I mean, it looks like a cool experience, right? I mean, everything looks cool. But, yeah, it, if it's causing these huge rifts between, like, the amount of games played off the first couple of fucking weeks, I don't even think it's worth it at that point. And the NHL is like a... The NFL expansion kind of makes sense because the NFL has been purely American for essentially ever right the nhl it's funny that it feels it's expanding the sport into other countries because hockey is big everywhere else but the united states a lot of the time so it's it's just funny to see it that way like it's very popular in russia switzerland you know what i mean like it's just kind of a weird thing and i mean i feel like it's not even worth it half the time that uh Football is definitely like the most isolated to the U the U.S. I mean, there is there. Don't get me wrong; like there's coverage and stuff like that. But you know, hockey you have the, the football you have it's just in the U.S. Essentially, like you're huge big pro leagues. But in hockey, you have pro leagues all over. In basketball, you have pro leagues all over. In um, where's the in baseball. playing these days? <laughs> Finally retired, but don't quote me on that. No, he's playing, but. I can't remember at this point, but, but, you know, there's all these things and like American football has been so isolated to us, uh, that 
to the U.S. rather that it's just would be different, I guess. Uh, I just I don't know how I could see it. Like if you, it would have to be like one of those things where there's just a block of games, like the team would have to play like a block of games in the you know the U.S. But you know if you're let's be real, if you're looking at expansion for NHL, you ain't looking to expand to Mexico. You're looking to expand to Finland or uh, Germany or Sweden, like one of those companies. Uh, companies yeah countries. companies yeah battle of the companies um that's how the nhl views them yep so <laughs> fuck you batman well you know they're it, it's a lot different than taking a, a few hour flight to mexico like that's the whole thing but the travel is is big and i think talked about in sports don't get me wrong but i really do think it does take a toll more than people actually think with sports when you're you know if you have to fly from uh let's just say the nfl again or not actually let's not say the nfl because they have week let's say like the nhl you have a game in um you're the calgary flames you have a game in in florida then that goes to nashville go up to like chicago and then like that's a lot of time away and it's the same thing with um with them is like you're not home uh it's probably tough on them like not being able to see their families now you're talking about that just like in a in a bigger way like they would have to do blocks of games like the international team might have to play like in the united states and that's you know a month of time like it's a lot of time away i don't think i could really ever see it working uh-huh. um i i like that like the those Excuse me, like the NBA and uh, the NBA, NHL, and MLB are trying to expand, but I don't think, in terms of expand, in terms of popularity, but I don't think you could actually do it. Uh, teams over there, I don't think it would work. Um, but yeah, uh, ah! Bobby's getting some background noise. Yeah, uh, and he's not happy about it. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I am on that. I just I don't know. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> fine. Um, work. Is there? I mean, I I guess is there any other like problems or maybe positives that you could see for this uh, for like any of these? Because I feel like a lot of people do boil it down to is it it's scheduling and so, finances and stuff like that. But is there more? So the only. So I will say um, for the NFL, like I, it's probably like the most likely the and like the easiest and like honestly, it's probably going to happen like sometime within the next 10 years, I would imagine. Um, and, you know, whether or not it succeeds, we'll find out uh, with the NBA and the NHL, though, like I feel like I feel like it wouldn't happen unless like there was like and keep in mind, like. I, I genuinely like just do not think this will happen. But like, I feel like in the NBA or in the NHL, it wouldn't happen unless there was like an entire like division created over there, or well, like. So, so sorry to cut you off, but this is what my thinking brought me to. Would you ever see a case of what is done in soccer, where maybe there's like a quote-unquote Champions League for the? for like hockey or something so you have your teams from <clears throat> germany and and switzerland and you know sweden and all that and like kind of have a, a champions league i well, feel like I, I don't know i feel like competition wise that wouldn't be great like if you think about a 
like well, as a well, base. But well, it, that's not a bad idea. But the thing is, is like that. That's up to like the governing body of hockey at that point, not necessarily the NHL. You know, right? Correct, and so, yeah. it's same thing with that, same thing with you know all the other sports. Um, but yeah, so so like I'm just talking about like you know domestic clubs specifically, or not even domestic because it'd be international at that point. But um, but yeah, so like for NBA and NHL, like maybe if there is like an entire like division created over there, then we'll see. Um, yeah. but, and in terms of baseball, like it's, it, I don't think baseball would work overseas, but it might work. And like, I think baseball has to start getting some teams back up in Canada, <laughs> like bring the expos back, you know, put a team in Vancouver, um, you know, and, and we'll see how it goes from there. I think, um, I mean, could you see the MLB expanding to, like, Central America? Because I could see that. Yeah, I honestly, I could see the MLB expanding to South America before I see them expanding to Europe. Because, like, baseball is huge in the Western Hemisphere. Um, I say huge, but, like, I mean, like, it's more, like, it's a Western Hemisphere sport is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, I was going to say, because, like, when we're talking about, like, I feel like for baseball, when we're talking about like expansion, like I'm thinking like you're like Japan and stuff like that, because it's so big right. over there. But right, and, and like baseball, like so like the um a London team for the NFL would be like a, a Japanese team to MLB in a way. Yeah, I I do think it makes sense more for the MLB to expand. I mean Canada for sure first. Like I I agree. I would love to see the Expos back. And then um, yeah, we need a team to beat, you know, in the <laughs> in the East every year. And then you're looking at bigger cities like your Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, uh, cities like that to to do that. Um, I mean, even Winnipeg would having a baseball team or something. But, you know, looking at uh, more of the southern, you know, your Central American, Southern America, I could definitely see that happening. Um more, I, I think that would be more likely than trying to like expand to Japan or something. But th like all of this just gets so complicated. And then like, what does that do? F you know, if a sport was to expand overseas, what does that do for players in the draft? Like, would players not want to sign for these teams? And uh, like, I feel like that kind of stuff would be really interesting. Um, like, right. imagine like a kid I coming out of like Texas, then I got some player like London, like in London like I, I don't know if you'd like that yeah congrats <laughs> kid you're going to Tokyo like <laughs> no um yeah like completely aside from the like the whole jet lag thing that's a, that's another thing that I actually crossed my mind was what Tyler was saying about kids just not wanting to go to these faraway teams you know that would well, be that would definitely be something I feel like they'd run into well I mean but you you, you still see that with like with um with teams today though it's like you have players getting drafted um that like literally don't want to play for the team and like they're still in america so like it's gonna happen regardless well, i get though. that but i feel like that's a lot of times because the team's bad see uh, i think it's either the team's bad or they aren't they don't think they're getting an initial contract that's good enough um but i just think there'd be more incentive like i don't know maybe kids would like going to play overseas but like if you're talking about okay well you know what you're going to get taxed really heavily and you're actually not going to get as much money as you know if you play for washington the redskins then that might be a problem 
I would be surprised though, like if they didn't have have some sort of tax incentive for that though. Like that, I I yeah. would I I have a I I feel like they would certainly have some sort of way around that though. That's what I was saying. Like with the finances, like there's got to be a lot of things that are put into place to like kind of give incentives or like to make everything fair for like the international teams and the American teams. Like every it should be an even playing field because that's what we're trying to achieve here. Um, it sh- there should not be an unfair advantage to anybody. And I think that is hard and you, ha- and there in so many aspects and you have to kind of, you know, you have to kind of um, see what needs to be done. Uh, and I, and let me tell you, I'm not smart enough to think of all the things and there's people way smarter than me that can figure that out, but that is something that they're gonna have to discuss. Um, for an expansion like that. Um, I mean, I, I'm assuming you guys are okay with like preseason games being played overseas. I mean, cause really that's. Yeah. I mean, I don't, see, I don't see why not. Yeah. If it's not affecting the regular season, I mean, that's, that's more of like an expanding the game kind of thing, which is always good. Right. Um, and if, I bet you'll, they'll continue to do more and more of that if they're considering having a London team. So we're saying the NHL last year was uh, had a game. It was yeah, it was a preseason game played in China, and that was the first time that had. And you know, obviously, we want to reach as many people as possible. Um, I just I don't know. I, I it's it's a really tough thing. And and Brendy brought up the thing about like kind of divisions within countries. Um, like I think that could be something something there with that but then again is that more of like a like kind of works like a champions league thing or like you know it'd be tough uh because obviously you have the best players in the world are um you know playing in i it's just it's really tough to for me to see that otherwise but Kind of have to see, engage that. I'm trying to think of anything else we really missed on that, or if we I can. I uh, think we hit all the pins. Move on. Um, so I will uh, pass it over to Brendy for in case you missed it. Oh God, I wasn't ready for the quick transition. Wow, I, I wasn't come even on. remotely close. I'm sorry. All right, boys. So this week's, in case you missed it, is very uh, animal themed. So sit back, relax, and uh, scared. Yep. So my first story uh, is actually kind of a little frightening in in a way. Um, So as you like in Red Dead Redemption Two, one of my favorite things to do is to hunt animals. you know, load them up on my horse, you know, sell them and get some money or get some materials, whatever I need. Um, well, I just want to say there, there is some sort of strange virus going around right now with deer and moose that is causing them to be very zombie-like. 
Um, so Holy what shit, exactly? Do bath salts thing all over again. So what exactly do I mean? Well, there's a contag a contagious terminal disease uh, that's been compared to the mad cow disease, except it's a, it's a, mainly affecting deer. And uh, Bobby, I want you to pull up that <sighs> first picture I sent you and uh, go ahead and post it in the podcast chat for everyone to see oh as well. God, I don't. I'm um, so fucking scared. Because uh, that's a picture of a mad deer. Holy shit. What? Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. Uh, it, it's, it's a mad deer. This thing is Here, I'll post fucking. It real quick. Yeah, this thing is fucking gross, dude. <laughs> uh, there you go. Mad deer. Holy fuck. Let's take a look, gentlemen. <laughs> Bro, come on. Like, that's, <laughs> that's like. It doesn't look that bad. Well, okay, so deer that are affected by the disease come lethargic and extremely weak, and this is according to Scott. Uh, so, honestly, it kind of sounds like a setup for a low-budget horror film. Um, so, regulators are... It, it, this is what the article says. It's from Sky News. Regulators are working overtime to stop the afflicted animals from reaching Nevada, worried that the chronic wasting disease that gives them their name could make them a danger to humans. The highly contagious terminal disease has been compared to mad cow disease in cattle, um, but also neutralizes their usual fear of people. Um, is this from the onion? So, no, this no, this is this is a real real story confirmed. Um, okay. I, I actually found this story elsewhere, just to be sure. Okay. Um, so it is also spreading to moose though uh which is kind of funny so that's the second picture i sent you i'll go ahead and post it the deer looks completely fine yeah that that's the that's the mad the mad moose right the there mad moose <laughs> mad moose yeah um like that that deer looks like literally looks like oh shit help i'm sick and that moose is like dude chill it's just a fever <laughs> it's just a fever you're yeah. a fucker oh my uh, god so how exactly is it transmitted so it's transmitted by protein particles that cause irreparable damage to the brain tissue and has potential to wipe out entire populations of deer moose and elk um so it's it, it is believed for, uh, by the cdc um, that it could be a risk to humans uh, just because of the protein particles. Um, and it's been linked to a similar disease known as Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Uh, and it, it can take up to 16 months before you start showing symptoms. Okay. Uh, so if any of you guys have been to Nevada in the past 16 months, I recommend you get checked for mad deer disease. <laughs> Um, what the fuck, bro? Don't go to Nevada, heard. Do you understand what's in Nevada, sir? Um, brothels and legal pot. <laughs> Besides the legal pot. Zach's favorite. What do you go to Nevada for? You literally don't go to Nevada. You only go to Nevada for one thing. Losing one, money. To one get thing. mad there you go. disease. There you go. <laughs> to catch a night's game and gamble. Am I, am I catching on here? Yeah, I think so. I think you're close. You're so fucking close. I could smell it. Smell the mad but, cow disease from here. But yeah, it, it. I mean, like, it's not exactly something that like we should be worrying about. But it's like, it's like, damn, there might be some crazy animal out in the wild, like trying to. Well, it, it's not really like zombie-like, but it's 
it's more mad cow like they just called it a zombie like disease i suppose mm-hmm. yeah but it's just like it's really crazy to kind of like or not crazy but like it, it's just kind of weird to think like <laughs> i keep looking at that face of the deer and just like Oops. imagining seeing one <laughs> turn off the graphics by imagine the bad. sound that that deer is probably making <laughs> that's what i'm thinking about i'm like jeez man look at it <laughs> got black eyes probably possessed imagine you're camping out in the woods and you see this retarded looking deer making a weird sound it's probably yeah. got mad deer disease so mad so so disease. what do you do do you run do you hold your ground yeah what like do? what do you genuinely do because like honestly it's probably not a threat to you <laughs> uh like, those unless, antlers say otherwise bud well the, it's i mean deers aren't necessarily known for like aiming at you with antlers you know you obviously haven't seen one try and cross a road. That thing is frantic as fuck. Oh, I, I have. Trust me. I live in the <laughs> South, buddy. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I feel like if I see one, I would probably just like try to like throw something at it, like to scare it away. Like like a brick or something. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, like a brick. Oh, there's going to be a brick just laying next to you in the middle yeah, of the woods. You know, That's what's going to happen. I always carry a brick with you when you're going camping. The fuck? <laughs> you are... You're having some weird camping habits, gotta say. Oh, I've been camping like maybe twice in my life. Bobby, so. you don't carry a brick with you when you go camping. But no, I don't yeah, carry, I a, carry brick. a brick. I carry a gun. You don't have your camping brick. Yeah. <laughs> do I sleep with it at night? Like, what do you do with a camping brick? Please describe you this up, to me. Cuddle up with it like uh, a teddy bear. You take a camping, duh. It's right in the name, bro. Yeah, I know. But like, <laughs> you bring a camping brick. Do you sleep with it? Do you just throw it? What do you do? If one were to bring uh, it's for emergencies. Brick. For emergencies. Okay, so just yeah. you'll know what to do when the emergency comes. What to do right. with this brick? Like, Thank God I got this brick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like yeah, I really showed Bobby when I, when I told him. I'm I can't wait to bring a brick with you. The news article that says local resident kills moose with brick, and I'm gonna immediately think Zach. <laughs> <laughs> The reporter's gonna come up to me, and I was like, "Man, I was just really glad I had my camping brick with me." <laughs> Zig Butterstick, thanks for your time. Yep, thanks. This is fuck all. Yeah, so I just just want you guys to be aware of this, you know, growing, you know, like bigger than like swine flu disease going out there. So just keep it in mind. Real, real quick, I'll I want to interject. Your mongering. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? I need to apologize because Discord is fucking me harder than NHL fucks us right now. Um, Ooh, but, I'll take. Oof. Yeah, that's, a, my that's, that's a piper. My mic's not working, and I can't get the pictures of what you sent. So I'm going to take your word for it because I've seen pictures of deers where, like, their their brain is literally coming out. Yeah, it, I'm know, it's, oh, it's even bad. worse. It, it's even it's worse. Just, it's, it's just so a derpy-looking deer. Yeah, it's a, it's a derpy deer and a moose. And a normal-looking moose. <laughs> I am sorry. I don't know if it's better, but this is getting ridiculous. Uh, Discord has been screwing me all day. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and move on from that story because I know you guys are shaking. And These were both from right Sky now. News. I have questions. <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> why do you have questions? No, don't just go. <laughs> OK. So uh, speaking of animals, um, the big international um fat bear contest has been uh, announced and oh, yes, or not announced but the winner has been year. announced yeah i know this is something that you guys have uh been looking forward to every year uh so there's 
um, Long Live the Queen of Corpulence is uh, the name of the pair. Oh, no. Sorry. That's the name of the contest. <laughs> Long Live the Queen of Corpulence is the name of the Fat Bear Contest. And uh, a bear named Holly. I sent you a picture, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is the picture of the <laughs> yeah, uh, winning bear. This. Fat bear. That's a big fucking bear. I do gotta say. Can't say it. Thank you, Discord. <laughs> um, now, this bear has been compared to the Michelin Man. Uh, <laughs> the Michelin Man. The really? Michelin Man. Yep. Ty, Ty, I'm putting it in <laughs> the chat, bear. the link. <laughs> Uh, so the contest featured 12 brown bears who had grown in size after gorging on on uh, on salmon as they prepared to hibernate during the winter month. And, oh. <laughs> okay. Fuck? Uh, k- keep talking, guys. Go ahead. Okay, okay. so let's talk about oh. this bear. <laughs> I finally pulled it off. That is a beautiful looking bear. By the way, I'm, not, I'm just going to pass over... Brandy saying salmon. Um, that's not how you say Sal- it. Did he really say salmon? I didn't even hear that. Okay, yeah. I apologize for the interruption. Um, so, I, sorry. Let me this. guess. That was your pizza. No, that was my girlfriend. <laughs> she thing. delivers pizzas. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, she was on the phone with someone. Um, so, the, so, let me finish this really quick. Yes, so, sir. the contest featured 12 brown bears. Um and it's not a small contest because that winning bear got 187,000 votes. What? So <laughs> it's, not exact, on this? it's not exactly like some small like village contest. It's like it's like some national contest this that I've like, apparently never heard of. This is like the boat that they were trying to name whatever that was. The whatever boat had a page. new boat. Yeah, they had a new boat. And the fucking name that won was Bodie McBoatface. Like, it's just, it got spammed uh, by thousands of people. It's hilarious. Right. And, and keep in mind, too, like, so, like, it's not it's not a contest just based on, like, what bear weighs the most. It's also, like, the fattest and the healthiest bear. Like, the, the bear most likely to survive hibernation. Right. So, uh, and, and this is the one that won. I don't know how, like, random determined that. Um, <laughs> but, uh. Fun fact, bears typically lose a third of their body weight during hybrid. Is it really that much? My God. Yeah. And here's a, uh, I'm going to show you another picture of a, uh, what a bear kind of looks like directly after hibernation. I'll just post that in the mm-hmm. chat for you guys to see. Wow. Hibernation sounds like a good idea to me. I get to sleep for a long ass time and I don't lose weight. Can you imagine like the, the can you imagine the, the world sleeping for X amount of months? And then just waking back up and everybody's just like scrawny as hell. I, God, I love sleep. I could sleep. I could do. I, I think sleep. I could do a hibernation. Can't stand sleep. Let's uh, they don't sleep for a while. Do bears and, poop during hi- hibernation? <laughs> <laughs> He's asking the right questions. And, and it should be noted that the number of votes during this year's contest was three times that of the 2018 contest. What the fuck? So people came out to, you know, came out to witness. Uh, yeah, they contest. came to the polls, man. Yo, yeah, for, yo, the general for, election. Every vote matters. Fortune <laughs> came for it. I bet you was what happened. Honestly, for <laughs> the twenty twenty presidential election, did we got to vote on these bears, man. Did they get an I voted sticker when they walked out of those polls? Let's be honest. <laughs> this is a fucking white sticker. I voted. Yay, guys! I voted for the fattest bear. Good for you, buddy. Well, look, I I have nightmares with bears on red dead and like i i don't know if i would vote in this contest like 
I, I, am, I am frightened <laughs> of bears in Red Dead. Like, I don't know what Are it you is. Frightened of bears in real life or no? I've never met a bear in real life. I don't life. think you I'd want imagine, to. I'd imagine they're not as cuddly as a teddy bear. Oh, so they're on this mission on Red Dead where like we have to take this bounty to this like and like there was this bear that was like in a house somehow and it starts charging us as uh as we're running by and just everybody just or Brandy just yelling, Bear <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, it freaked me the hell out. Like, why is there a bear? It was, like, it was on like the door. It was at the doorstep. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it was like literally in the house, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and, but yeah, yeah Brandy's uh, Brandy's a little scared of those bears. Too big. Uh, but uh, hey, uh, Zach, is there something you yeah. want to say? Bears lives matter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Zach literally typed in the our chat here saying he's a millisecond away from saying it, and I told him to do it. And then he just didn't say it. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for you, boys. Ty. All right. Uh, all right. Well, if my mic actually picks up what I'm saying, we're gonna get on to uh, college football versus the NFL. Which one is better? So I guess I'll start off for me personally. Up until this this podcast actually really got me in the college football. Up until the preview show we did for college football last year. Minimal, minimally. Like I watched the really big games, and that was it. And now I'm watching literally every game I possibly can. Uh, I know Brendy is a huge college football fan, and Bobby very casual. And what the fuck are you laughing at? (laughs) (laughs) I literally, I, I still can't see the picture. The one, so I don't know what's going on. The one time Tyler's mic is actually working, you're having a fucking laughing fit. It's Palpatine. I can't even look at the picture to like laugh back because I can't see it back. <laughs> yeah. It's a picture it's, of Palpatine. It, it's the do it scene. Yeah. It's, it's it's literally nothing that would make you laugh. It just I wasn't expecting it in the chat just a picture of fucking Palpatine. So just looked up and there he is. Fucking hell. Alright, alright, all right, shut good. Yeah, go, on, go. Uh so yeah, we're gonna discuss that today and uh see where we stand on that, um, say, and then for the NFL, we're all pretty, pretty big. There you go, stream. Or, well, the three of us. There's and Zach casually. <laughs> Would you shut the fuck up when I'm talking? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, the uh, Brendy here. Brendy. Uh, Brendy here. What, yeah. What uh? What are your thoughts on the uh, versus topic? I know you're a pretty like. Out of all of us, you might be the biggest college football fan. So, uh, what are you? What are your feelings? Um, so, compared to the NFL, college football wins easily, and it's not even. Um, so, <laughs> and that's that mainly just have to. That might just have to do with the fact that I'm kind of like disenfranchised from the Falcons right now. Um, like, if the Falcons were good, like it'd probably be closer. But college football would probably still take the cake for me. Um. So I Zach will probably tell you this like like a few years ago like 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 maybe like six or seven years ago I used to hate college football because um, I thought it was like you know always really predictable um, you know it, it was I, I thought every game was just like a blowout for you know if it was like a ranked versus unranked it would like always be a blowout 
But the thing is, is like, um, I realize for I realize for first of all, the games that were being blowouts were typically like the beginning of the season, like where you go against like FCS teams or yeah, like Alabama's playing the fucking the Citadel. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's like yeah, like if those are the games you're watching, then like you're not going to enjoy it because it's obviously going to be a blowout. But then it, it's but then you have um, games that it's like Georgia versus Notre Dame. And like games like that, it's like <laughs> to be quite honest, one of the reasons why I like college football so much is because I feel like turnovers happen a lot more. And I, I feel I like totally agree with that. Yeah, and and I feel like that um, kind of. I feel I kind of like the impact that turnovers have. Like I don't like my team turning over the ball a whole bunch, but like it, it's kind of like if if I'm watching a neutral game, like I said, like Georgia versus Notre Dame. Then for me, it's like, yeah, I want to see each team turn the ball over five times or something, because like I, I that that's that's kind of entertaining to me because anything could happen. And most games like in conference, like any team could win, like even if it's like, you know, Kentucky versus, you know, Georgia or something. Um, and at at the end of the day, um, I I tend to just I just tend to find college football a lot more interesting, and there are some like really interesting matchups that like very rarely happen. Like, I would love to see like an Alabama or a, versus a Michigan matchup or something. I mean, um, the only way we're really getting that, like, so I, this is probably something we'll talk about in the future. The college football playoff, like, I would love to see that expanded to get matchups like that. Well, like that's really the only way you're doing it, unless it's the first three weeks of the season. But nobody wants to do that because they're scared they're going to lose, and you know whatever. <laughs> like Alabama's never going to play like Ohio State in week one. Like that'll probably never happen. That would be dope. Trying to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would love it. Like if college and, football was that all the time. Oh my god. And it should be noted, Alabama actually did play Ohio State uh, in the first year of the college football playoff. Yeah, and. Ohio State actually won that. Yeah. Or so. Um, no, I actually completely agree Ohio with you State. about. I completely agree with you about the whole turnover thing. Uh, I kind of transition that into like just mistakes in general happen so much more in college football, and it makes it more enjoyable if it's not your team because it's more unpredictable. It's more um, it, so like. I mean, I was going to say, like, the kickers are worse. Like, you can't like, – yeah. most guys aren't going to be hitting, like, 55-yard field goals like like they do in the NFL, although the NFL kickers are struggling as well. Um, but either way, uh, there's just a lot more unpredictability. I used to hate college football too, Brendy, and I think – I mean, I said this before because when I would watch college football, I must have been watching, like, Georgia Tech or some shit because all I remember was, like – read option after read option after you know option all these option plays and i yep. hated that like it drove me I was about insane. to say you're either watching like army or georgia tech so. i actually one of the first games i watched i remember was georgia tech versus ucf or, Ugh, or uh, what are you doing? uh uh you i'm sorry usf sorry so oh yeah it's like one of that. the first games i remember watching and it was just like jesus christ like like throw the ball i felt like i was watching a high school game so that was why I hate it. But now I appreciate that because I, I, I do. It was frustrating. So like when Michigan played um, Army this year, it was very frustrating because it's like, dude, these guys are running options. Like, you know, they're going to run. Just fucking send nine guys 
uh, whatever. Right. And um, I, I, it's not like right. I, I just want to explain like what the option is. So like a, a lot of times um, option is short for triple option, which is basically um, ba- basically means that the quarterback can either decide to hand it off to the running back, um, run out to the outside and run the ball himself or pitch it to um, pitch it to a guy behind him. Uh, depending on the situation, and it is most often used in high school sports, but like a couple college teams, like Georgia Tech, has been noted for doing it. But also, like Army and Navy do it a lot. Uh, it looks like a terrible, terrible setup when it doesn't work, but it looks beautiful when it works. Right, and, and yeah, for sure. And and you you could probably agree with me, like just watching that game. <laughs> So, like I said, it was very frustrating, but I appreciate the option plays now because it's a lot of creativity, and there's a lot of, you know, you see that, and you might add, like, a reverse in with that, and uh, maybe a double reverse. Like, there's a lot of things you can do with it, and I kind of appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing passing plays and this and that, but there is that appreciation for that, which I didn't have a while ago. Um, And and just with college, uh, as Brendy said, like, when there's like a big, there's nothing like a big matchup in college football for me. Like when you have, you know, your, your Alabama, Georgia's, or like, there's a lot of good games this week. Like I think, um, I forget LSU, I think plays Texas. I want to say or something like that. And like, it's two like top 10 teams. Like I feel like there's, there's two things in college football. I love like when two top teams play each other and it, it's a great game. And then like when you get like an unranked that comes in and upsets uh, a ranked, there's like nothing like it, especially if it's at the home of the unranked because the stadium just goes crazy. And that's another reason why I love college football because the atmosphere is miles better than anything in the NFL. Um, the atmosphere, I, I think that's something that, I mean, we could probably all agree on the atmosphere of college football and college sports in general is something that, I don't know if it's matched in any sport. It's absolutely insane. And you see, like, they, when the teams come out, like, they have, like, a lot of them have signature uh, songs they come out to and, and do signature things. It's awesome. And, and I, I, I want to hand it off to Bobby in a second, but I just wanted to say, like, college football down here in the South is almost like a religion. I was because, say, like, yeah, it, it, it is definitely bigger than, than um, the NFL here. Like, like even if the Falcons went sixteen or no, like college football would still be king, and like right. that because like especially in Georgia, there's like a huge mix of like fan bases. Because think about all the good college teams that are around us. Let me tell you, dude, going to church as a kid, like <laughs> no, this, already tell this. Like Georgia won or lost, like that would make or break the service. <laughs> I that. wish I was exaggerating. So okay, so so like. Uh, you know, going to church, like, what would you hope for? Would you hope for, like, the teams winning or losing? Uh, dude, I'd hope they'd lose. <laughs> <laughs> Just make that. a nice, chill Terrible. church service. No one talks. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's something that <laughs> I... Awesome. So, like, I could definitely tell. Like, I was down there Georgia in February and March were, you know, obviously not college football season, but even then I could tell that it was big there. And that was at that time. Like I want to be down there in October, November, you know, whatever, and watch and like just the atmosphere is crazy. I feel like it would be insane. 
And especially where Brundy lives, I mean, I know, like, you're obviously in the state of Georgia, so you got University of Georgia, you know, you got uh, Alabama, Auburn, like, all those teams right there, I you, think that it's kind of it's crazy. <laughs> you guys right. have, like, hockey bars in uh, in Jersey? We have, so we have, it's just regular sports bars, but if you go into a sports bar, yeah, what's going to be on is, like, NBA or, like... It, so like if NFL is on, it's definitely NFL. If it's it might be NBA and then probably hockey, yeah. Mm. Like college football, unless it's like, unless it's like Alabama playing Georgia, it's probably not going to be on here. Or right. like you know, yeah. if it's a really really big matchup, I'm saying. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think that yeah, for the South, it's completely. All different. I'm saying is that you've never experienced a grown man barking like a dog in public. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I and it being that. absolutely okay for some yeah. reason. Yep. <laughs> and like, and and I said that about like with uh, with Brandy and Zach too, with being around those those teams. And like for us, it's like Temple, oh. Villanova. Like, but Villanova is you know their basketball team or their I mean they have a basketball team, but like their well football their football teams team FCS. I was gonna say, so like there, it's not like that. Um, so it's a lot. It's kind of funny to think of, though. But I still have a very like a big appreciation. Um, I will go to Bobby now, um, who I'm gonna assume is on the other side, but I'm not sure. But I'll hand it over to you, and you can give your thoughts. Um, in I'm kind of stuck in the middle at the moment, and I'll, I'll explain why. So. <laughs> So Brendy brought up originally that he he would say that NFL is better if Atlanta was any better. Well, let's remember who yeah. I'm a fan of. No, sorry, I I want to reiterate that. Okay. I was saying like it would probably be closer, but I would still. Well, yeah. It, regardless, though, right? I mean, it, right. it still helps, right? Right. Remembering who I'm a fan of, right? Um, it it's you know because my main point of the art of the the college versus NFL argument is always that uh a lot of the games don't essentially matter, right? I mean, so I'm a Michigan fan alongside Tyler here. Uh, Michigan's in a weird state of affairs currently with how they want to be. They they want to show up sometimes, and they just want to shit the bed whenever any ranked team stomps into the big house. So it's it's become a lot less fun to watch them recently. However, the Patriots are just red fucking hot like they usually are. So it's been a lot of fun watching them. However, I will say to what Tyler said before, there is nothing more fucking hype and just addicting than a college football atmosphere and a college football crowd. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Like just how nutty the stadiums get during a game. I think one of the most hype things I see is uh is it Virginia Tech or uh that comes out Virginia. to enter Sandman? Yeah, Virginia Tech. That yeah. shit is lit as fuck, dude. <laughs> like I, I get goosebumps watching that intro every fucking yeah. time. I will sometimes like look it up just because I need like an extra energy boost for the day. I, I don't even root for that fucking team, but that intro is awesome. Like it's amazing, uh, dude. I, it, I've been on or I'll sometimes go to this uh on this YouTube binge of like watching like best college yep. intros or best college fan reactions and yep. like it's just yep. like 
the um you know the Auburn play. The, oh my Auburn's gonna win God. the football game, dude. Like, that is one of the best crowd. calls of all time. That's one of the best calls like, of all time. The, it's not even close. Like, uh, look, if there was an NFL game that happened, yeah, the crowd would be crazy too. But like, it's I mean, obviously, it's a lot of young people at college games with you know, the, it's it's their school. It's a big pride thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might be more pride than with your NFL team in some cases because you feel like you're more a part of it, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's insane. And um, you know, there is things about college football that I would that I would like to change. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I mean, college football is, it's awesome. And you got, I mean, it's great. Also, um, I, my setup this year for watching college football, like, cause usually Michigan plays at 12 o'clock game. So at 12 o'clock, put the Michigan game on my TV. Then I have my laptop and I open four <laughs> browsers and go quad box with four <laughs> other games. And, and I'll do that from 12 until like, maybe i'll i'll do that and get on xbox and brandy or something but you know sometimes i go to like one o'clock in the morning watching like the late uh pack 12 games mm-hmm. and uh and, and i'm got like there some of the games are just ridiculous there was a game i think it was two weeks ago that was it was the greatest football game i've ever seen it was washington's uh yeah washington state versus ucla and matchup you would not expect to be great by the way Washington State is ranked, and UCLA has been struggling. Like it, it, it's not, it's not been great for them. And I think it was two minutes left in the third quarter. LA was down by thirty-two, and they ended up coming back and tying it. And I went into, I think it went into overtime. The game might have ended up before it went to overtime. Either way, the final um, score is like sixty-eight to sixty-three or something. How long ago um, was this? I think it was two weeks ago. And okay. the Washington State quarterback had nine touchdowns. Like it was it was absolute pandemonium. And I and you know that with the NFL, but like with all the mistakes that were being made and stuff like that, it just amplifies how big, you know, certain plays are. Um this question last year, I probably would have said NFL. But I am definitely college football now. Uh, I love it, and you know, there's. I, I look. I know we have this debate about should college athletes be, be getting paid. Um, well, at the current state we are right now, they're not, and these NFL guys are getting paid. And I think there might be something to be said about you know, you have like walk-ons that want to make a difference, and you have guys that are looking to get to the next level, so they might you know step up their game in certain spots it's just i feel like every play in college football is very in in these big games and um yeah man it's it's uh it's fun to watch from from uh afternoon till late at night so i think for me and and, and let me say on the flip side nfl like there's i love the nfl still i mean I was kind of telling the guys that I've been a huge hockey fan my whole life. I mean, hockey is my sport. And this year, I'll be honest, I could really care less. Like, I'm sure at some point I'll get into it. But my kind of my routine, if you will, with my week is, you know, from your weekdays, you kind of go through, you know, all this stuff. And then for me, the weekend, it's college football all day Saturday and football all day Sunday. Like the weekend has been like my just, I don't know. I don't know how to put it, your, but your saving grace. Also. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's just awesome. And there's nothing wrong with uh, there's nothing wrong with NFL. It's awesome, but just college football is something else. Right. But uh, but yeah, Bobby, did you have something to say before? No, I was gonna say like, what's funny about something you said is that you guys enjoyed that there was more mistakes and turnovers. And I just think it's funny because the whole reason we're supposed to watch sports in the first place is because that's like the top level of the game. And here we are watching some of the worst turnovers and fumbles <laughs> that you've ever yeah. fucking seen in your life. Exactly. I just think it's funny. And I don't look, I'm not going to like want to watch a game that has 17 turnovers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like if a, a guy might overthrow a guy more like, you know, you might see a lot more overthrows on deep balls than you would in the NFL. And yeah. it just adds to that drama. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it's great. I, I know we've brought it up on the show before. At least I have, like, I want, I want a video game for college sports so bad. You have no idea. I would play that shit all the time. Like it's because it's just it's so it's so fun. And the other thing about college football too, like the the kind of more off not season stuff. You know, like National Signing Day is always very interesting. And you know, throughout the the season, you have and it's keeping up with that. Like oh, you know who uh who's gonna get this guy because i feel like for like the top prospects you kind of have an idea like they're gonna go to a good team right but like i feel like it's more narrowed down there's not as much suspense like with college it's like oh man this guy could go to georgia or alabama like i don't know maybe even like florida like hey how about texas like i don't know it just seems like more everything in college to me just seems more interesting it's more unpredictable i'll say uh, in college, it, all around, it's more unpredictable, um, and that's what kind of makes it makes it for me. But yeah, there's nothing like uh, this happens in NFL now. But like a guy missing like a 29 yard field goal to lose the game, like that's going to happen a lot more times in college than it does in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just been a. Uh, I have Brandy to thank for this, by the way, because it was really last <laughs> year when we were doing the show kind of really got into this and like college football is like is crazy now like i said i'd love to be down in like georgia when this shit's happening because <laughs> although although i don't know about the barking men but yeah uh, the, the barking men yeah that was I, tough my man no i i will say like it, it's like it is such a way of life down here like if you can if you cannot go to the game go to a sports bar you're at the game like I'm not even kidding. Like like any positive yardage, like people are like up in their booth, like hollering and be like, Yeah, go dogs. Woo-hoo! Like <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, that's that's the difference here. Cause, like even for thing. like or if you went to a bar for Eagles games, like there are people around here are crazy about the Eagles, but like you will get certain spots where like if the Eagles have it on like their own 17 or something and it's like a uh five yard check down like nobody's like everybody's gonna be doing their own thing you know what i mean but like i feel like in in there it's like oh my every play it's just like they're going after it which is awesome i love that it not to mention like it's also incredibly satisfying when like your biggest rival loses and like the fans just for a week i also think the other thing as well as i think having the the polls and the ranking system makes it interesting as well. Yeah, it does. Because you're now with the college football playoff, you're going down to the final weeks and you're like, okay, who's going to get in? Oh, I mean, we know by 
church are going to make the playoffs. Um, and it's not the same in college. Like, you know, there's only four teams out of all these teams that are going to make it. Who's going to make it? And then you have, you know, your bowl games and stuff like that. And, and it's just, it all comes down to the wire. Um, and not to mention, uh, God, one of the best weeks of the year is rivalry week. <laughs> like that shit's great. Like, you know, obviously for me as a Michigan fan, it hasn't gone too well, <laughs> uh, really recently but uh you know you got your michigan <laughs> michigan ohio state and and that's awesome and then you know all the sec teams facing off and um and, and it's and it's interesting by the way i i think i mentioned this to you randy like a while ago you probably don't remember i think penn state's rivalry game and i could be wrong about this but i'm pretty sure it's Rutgers, and i'm very confused why uh let me check but i think you're right like why i guess like location yeah it wise, is like location wise that's so I get it okay but... so question where is university park in pennsylvania uh bobby i don't university park that's in isn't that in center no well know. no that's the name of the city um i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think uh how far outside of like or or where a city would be that you could uh, compare it to? Well, I was thinking like Pittsburgh. Hours, but I wasn't sure. Three hours. Yeah. Is it near Pittsburgh? Uh, it's getting close. Okay, and then um, and then uh, Rutgers is in New Jersey somewhere. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's like Camden. central. Uh, uh, well, there, there's two different campuses, but yeah. Yes. His uh, Piscataway. Is that how you pronounce it? I have uh, no fucking clue. I've heard of it and I can't think of how to say it, so I'll let you. But it, yeah, it's, like it's extreme North Jersey. I'll tell you that. I was gonna say because it's uh, there's like two campuses, but the main one is the one in North, the New Brunswick one. Right. Um, it, it's just I don't know, like that's weird. But either way, I mean, like you know, the rivalry games are awesome, and and most of the time those last games of the season are gonna depend, you know, conferences and who's gonna win. Yeah, move up in the division or whatever. It's just something that, uh, sure, with the NFL, you have week 17 where teams are trying to get in or week 16. But a lot of the times you kind of know, like, well, I'm not saying it's top heavy, don't get me wrong, but like, you know that um, kind of what teams are going to be there. Like, you have bubble teams. You might have, like, in week 17, like, or week 16, maybe three or four teams are in the hunt. Um, but I mean, with college, I mean, it's, I don't know. It just seems like everybody is, it's so, there's so much pressure and like every game can matter for different reasons. If it's moving up in your conference or winning a conference or getting to the net, the, uh, to the college football playoff. So it's, everything's magnified. Um, I feel like I keep saying that over and over, but I can't get like, that's, that's what really draws me. I think is that everything is so big. Dude, college, college football is definitely more competitive. I mean, you yeah. have you have young guys who are still trying to make a career out of it. They're not getting paid, so obviously the only thing they could care about is winning and getting better, because they want to be, you know, they want to be drafted. So of course they're going to try a lot harder. I was going to say, I think that, there's an incentive. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the NFL players aren't trying. I'm just saying money is a little bit less of an incentive for them. I I don't know. Um, I, well, I mean the NFL. Obviously, I you would hope at least if you're uh, rooting for a team that the team's incentive is to win the Super Bowl, and that should be the player's incentive. 
But I think there's right. more to that in college. Like you want to. No, I agree. I'm not. You know, I, I want to say that I'm yeah, not saying no, the NFL that. players are just saying, "Oh, whatever, we're making money. I don't care." Well, I'm saying that they. I, I was kind of like adding on to your point because, like, I think with college, there's incentive not only for your team but for yourself. Right. And 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 that is in the NFL. Don't get me wrong, but I think there should be more team incentive in in the NFL. I think maybe um, that's why it takes. I mean, obviously, other than the fact that like rookies being new to the NFL, I think it takes a while to get accustomed to that type of play. Yeah. Is number one, you're playing at the highest level, and number two, it, I mean, I, I would think at least, at least for me, I think the money would go to my head, you know, pretty quick. <laughs> Some play like, does because you go from living like a college kid to a multimillionaire like in weeks. And we we talked about this in the podcast. I think you weren't there for this one, but when we did our uh, draft bust, our biggest draft bust, one of them was um, was uh, Jamarcus Russell, who yeah, you know, he was one of the best college quarter- quarterbacks at the time. He comes into the league and like literally sucked like so bad, and and, and he, because he like, sucked so bad that the Raiders. Uh, I, was, I was gonna say because he. Uh, more money than he was given at, before he even stepped on a field with the Raiders, and and look what happened to him. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, kind of maybe to wrap this point up here, I'm definitely college. I think Brandy's college sounds like Zach's college, and Bobby's on the fence. It's definitely like. college. I think it's more competitive. I, I I would agree with that. And it 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 helps. So like, what would you say your favorite college team is? Uh, like, um, would you have to say Maryland? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'd say University of Maryland. I don't yeah, they're they're falling out this season. I'm kind of a, I guess I don't know. I'm I'm like super casual in the sense that I, I mean, I guess I'm I you know I always hope Maryland does well, but they're not like my my team. Right, you don't really I have like a kinda, go-to team though. I just kind of enjoy watching the top twenty-five games. That's really all. That's really it for me. Feel that's that. fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, because that's that's when you're gonna get like that hot, like you know, the high intensity, high level of football. So right, I yeah. I feel that, and like as a like, I feel like uh, just a another point I thought of like as a neutral, I enjoy watching college football games more than I do as a neutral of NFL games. Like I would rather much yeah, watch absolutely. Alabama rather than like Philadelphia. New England, like I don't know, like for me, I I would much rather watch that. Sport has its has its shining moments, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we will wrap up that point there, and uh, we are going to move on to our picks for the NFL this week. Uh, we did a podcast early last week, and then said we were going to post them on Twitter, and then you know, uh, on us we, we forgot. Uh, I, that was actually I, that one. I'll I'll take the blame for. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna go through our picks. So uh, the standings stay the same as they did after week four. I am leading with eight points. Brendan with six. Bobby with five. Uh, the week. <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, te- the games. Excuse me. We have this week for week six. Uh, first game we have on tap is the Chiefs at uh, the Chiefs and the uh, Texans. Why did I forget what Houston stood for? Um, <laughs> Of the Eagles and the Vikings and the Browns and the Seahawks. Uh, I will start uh, with the Kansas City Houston game, 34 to 23. 
Uh, the the Chiefs got shocked on Sunday Night Football losing to the um, to the Colts. Which, by the way, I just want to say the Colts are. I give them a lot of praise because they lost their, you know, franchise quarterback and Andrew Luck. They're having a very good season. I think they're three and two, and they're they lost one game in overtime. Um, like this team could be like one of the best teams in the league. So props to them. Could they be a dark horse? I mean, possibly. I mean, they were to you. You had them. Uh, I think me and Brendy were like, yeah, they're going to go six and ten, and like you had them making the playoffs in our preview show last year. I thought you were crazy, but they did it. That was with Andrew Luck. We'll have to see though. But for the Chiefs. Um, you know, it was one of the games, few games that we've seen with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback where they weren't putting up big points. I think they ended the game with 10 points. Mm. Uh, the game last week, I'm sorry, Randy, I have to bring him up again to put my point. Uh, the game with Houston and uh, the Falcons last week was an absolute uh, barn burner. Um, it was a shootout. I mean, there was no defense played in this game. Uh, I could see that kind of happening here as well. Um, I don't know what like the game totals are for this week, but I could see this being the highest one. And uh, I look for Patrick Mahomes to kind of go apeshit this week. So I have them 34-23. Bobby, what is your prediction? Yeah. Um, Texas are coming off a really, really hot win against the Falcons and Kansas City coming off a tough loss. But this uh, is where... It's a hot win. But, you know. <laughs> There's... Uh, Kansas, you just threw me, you threw me off so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Holy shit. Um, but no, I think Kansas City is still Kansas City. I, you know, they had one bad game. And I have to have a feeling they're going to bounce back, and I, I'm going to go with Tyler that they're going to come back in a big way. So I got them beating the Texans 31-21. And uh, I'll actually go back to me. And I, I'm What I'm going to do is what I usually do. I don't know. But it's also because Bernie's being a bitch, and he needed to take a... Uh, second so i will go to all my picks uh for the philadelphia minnesota game i have philly winning 26 20 this is a team at the start of the year on the on our preview show that i said i looked at their schedule and couldn't see two losses uh i think they have two losses at this point so uh they are kind of struggling and then with the vikings uh kirk cousins is kind of an anomaly like good is Kirk Cousins bad. I don't really know. He's, he's like the uh, biggest week, hot, cold quarterback right now. Like last week he played well, but it was like the Giants defense. Right. And then like, and uh, and the week before against Chicago's defense. Granted, one of the best in the league. Like I think a high school quarterback could have done better. Um, to think of him, their defense is very good again. Um, they kind of had like a, a setback last day, but. Their defense is really good again. Uh, I have Philly in this one, though. Um, I also think that in my preview show, I have my MVP as Carson Wentz. And, man, if I want that to hit, he needs a step of the hell up. So uh, <laughs> looking for a big week from him. And then on the last game, Cleveland, Seattle. Seattle's been a, uh, a, a team that's come out really hot. And they're not, I don't want to say a surprise team, but they are um, – doing well I, I think i had them as a wild card spot and really well and they look like they got their juice back i really uh, like how sorry this is i'm gonna interrupt you real quick i really like how nick Foles came in and he was like and that's how you do it and i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> i i'm head out that was way off yeah. uh but i i get it but uh cleveland 
wow. I I know we talked about these expectations and stuff like that, but Give this has time. been kind of tough to watch. Give him time. Uh, Give and time. you know, I have to, I have to bring this up. Like I, I just been you know sitting there, and I know Bob is gonna roll his eyes, but uh, they played uh, the uh, the Forty Niners last week, and uh, uh, look at the fucking the schedule, Tyler. If you look back to the preview show, I said that they were a French oh. playoff team. And I think Brendan and Bobby said they would both have four wins. 12, 12 uh, straight four, losses coming right up. Serving it to you fucking cold, four buddy. They're 4-0 right now. <laughs> Fuck you. They're, dude, they're 4-0 and they beat the Chiefs and the Cowboys. I feel like those are two pretty good wins. Look at that. No. No. The 49ers, you're looking at the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the 49ers, right? That was preseason, yeah, that's preseason, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think they played the Chiefs yet. Yeah, sorry. I, was, I typed I, in regular season schedule. It's still showing those games for some reason. I ain't even going to like bash you. I appreciate the hustle trying to get like put something in the pocket. So I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, for them, I think Cleveland, um, again, I think I said this with the Ravens game they won. This is a make or break game for them. If you lose this game, like you were. So they need to win this game. I have them winning 24-21. Bobby, you can finish out your picks, and then we'll go to the big bitch over there. Yep. So, all right. <laughs> hey, Philadelphia, I really have a bone to pick with you, okay? You. You're my defense in two fantasy leagues. You have one big game, and I decide to bench you on one of them. I, what the fuck are you? You're one of the higher-ranking defense in fantasy, and then you just fell off a fucking cliff. A huge week. Didn't yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like they had one huge oh, okay. week, and I benched them on the one because I, oh, they gotcha. they were killing me, dude. They were killing me, like they they literally were getting me negative points. It was ridiculous. So, step your fucking shit up, please, dear God. And especially since Kirk is not doing so hot right now, please, dear God, show me again that you actually have a solid defense. Your offense is there, man. I mean, I don't doubt that for a second, but dear fucking God, I'm so mad at you, but I have you winning 28 to 24. Fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> I, it's, I, look, I don't, I don't, the fact that Kirk's off his game so much, I, I just, I can't get behind him right now. Anyway, Seattle, Cleveland, I really do not have much to say about this right now. I, you know what? I am still going to be on the Cleveland chain, but not for this game at all. No, I, they're. So down the dumps for me right now. I want them to pick back up. I want them to finish out strong. But at the moment, it's just looking less and less likely. So I got Seattle just absolutely ripping them apart 34-14. So there you go. All right. Uh, since we're kind of wrapping things up, I'll, I'll try to just make my picks as quick as possible. Uh, so Houston versus Kansas City. Uh, uh, I've got Houston winning this one 30-24. Um Houston looking good. I, you know, I'm I'm a big believer in Deshaun Watson, uh, and yeah, you nice. know Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know, he's 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 been good, but uh, he's still got a lot to it, prove. Yeah, and and he was <laughs> he's been disappointing like recently. Yeah, I know. Um, so I have I have a feeling that Houston is gonna. Um, I, I have a Houston a feeling that Houston's gonna get one on the road. Uh, Philly versus Minnesota. I honestly have no idea what to think of this game. Uh, I thought that Minnesota like was going to be like an unbeatable team this this season after they um, destroyed the Falcons. Um, 
but then but then they've been losing to like really weird teams that they shouldn't have. Yeah, come to find out the Falcons are bad. <laughs> well, yeah. Little did you di- know. Yeah, that's a different story. Um I I don't feel like talking about them. Um, the Broncos and the Falcons have the same record. How do you feel? You guys are in a neck and neck race for Tua. Thank you. Know, the Falcons aren't going to draft Tua if they yeah, have the first pick. Re- I don't even remember who the Falcons beat in their one win. Eagles. And a, and a, yeah, oh, fuck wow. you. And like the last second win. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, Brian. Speaking, I just like to pick them moving on. Moving on. Um, I've got Minnesota uh, winning this one uh, 30 to 20 uh, pretty handily. And then I have um, th- this one is actually a little bit. So I, I made fun of Tyler for picking the Ravens and the Browns last week. And, and like, to be honest, like, like I thought the Ravens were going to cakewalk the Browns, but like that, like obviously did not turn out to be the case. And um and Cleveland might actually be a team to, you know, not necessarily like they're a team to keep an eye out on. I, I would say. Um, so I, I'm going to I'm going to have Cleveland. I know I know they're playing at home, but like I, I will say that I still feel like it's going to be like Cleveland, like with an upset, even though they're playing at home. I'll have, I'll have Cleveland winning 20 to 17. I have no idea how hard it was not to pick the Redskins Dolphins game for this week. I wanted to Fucking that so bad. Tank bowl. Let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's go. I don't I what is there to say? Redskins like, 40 to 0. Okay, moving on. I don't know, dude. I got the uh, I got the Dolphins on this one. You fucking dude, they are beached at this point. It costs more to get into the Miami Zoo than it is to get into the football field. And that's not even a joke. That's a literal fucking fact. He posted a link to that on the Twitter. <laughs> Fucking Christ. It was all over Twitter today. I couldn't. I, I have to go find it. I think it's like $18 to get into the stadium and 21 for the fucking zoo. All right, and that's it. That's all we need to know. The Redskins got this. <laughs> I actually didn't know that was true. I convinced me just around. like that. That is so funny. Oh, my God, man. That is, that's crazy. But anyway, we're going to wrap up with Zach's track of the week. Zach, what you got? Dude. Track of the week is actually a track I found today because I loved it that much. <laughs> another uh, UK, another UK deep dubstep song. What can I say? You're you're a sucker um, for this shit, aren't you? I am a sucker for it. It's uh, you guys didn't know. I'm gonna drop some knowledge on you. Dubstep started in the UK in the early '90s with people like Youngsta and Mala. <laughs> Take your word for and it. And sign up for <laughs> Dub History 311. I got bored last night and read the dubstep Wikipedia page. What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, All right, this fair. Tra- this, tra- this week's track of the week is called Airlock by Tony Rock Horror. And what, what can we expect from such tracks besides dubstep? I'm not letting you get away with that. Sorry, uh, 140 excuse me. 140 beats per minute. Uh, 140 dubstep is when the snare hits on the third measure. Okay, it's, okay. That was actually a better not, answer than I thought prepared. it was going to be. <laughs> this dude was fucking ready. Bobby was testing him, and he <laughs> just knocked that back in his face. <laughs> All right. Oh, with that, we're gonna wrap shit, man. Anyway, Airlock, Tony Rocky Horror. Check it out. Link in the description. We'll wrap up the show there. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, we're on Twitter, at Complain Network. Uh, we also have a Facebook page that uh, I've been trying to promote, um, and that is uh, also Complain Network. And it's been a good show. We'll be back next week as always. Um, But until then, we will see you next time for episode 38 of the Complay Podcast.